All right, and good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of BV Nation Radio, coming at you live from the Cowboy Technology Studios here at the end of the Oregon Trail, Oregon City, Oregon. I am your host, J-Dub, coming at you live, joined in studio by Miss Mariah. Oh, sexy girlfriend! Wow, you've learned. Coming at us from remote, got my good buddy and fellow U.S. Army veteran, Mr. John Toll. Here's Johnny. Some rookie bitch. And as always, a man to myth, a legend behind the scenes, the high-tech redneck himself, good old John. For those of you just tuning in for the first time, BB Nation Radio is a webcast division of Backwoods Veterans. Backwoods Veterans was started by myself, a uh, 21-year U.S. Army veteran. Uh, I go by the name of Jada, but my real name is Justin Keeney. And the pages for all of us veterans and the shenanigans that we do and endure for fun. BB Nation Radio, again, is our weekly webcast where we bring the latest and greatest in current events affecting our country's veterans, friends, families, and the communities that surround them, and, of course, the craziness that comes along with it. So be sure to go over to our page of Backwoods Veterans and give us a like and a share, as well as our show page of BB Nation Radio. And also, while you're at it, be sure to check out our homepage of BackwoodsVets.com. Uh, quick thank you to our sponsors here on the network of Vet Radio Syndicate, Warrior Point, Warrior Point with an E.org. Be sure to go over and check those guys out. Doesn't cost anything to join. Reconnect with fellow veterans. Make some uh, new friends and touch base with some old ones and become part of the uncommon few. Warrior Point, Warrior Point with an E.org. And to our parent page of Backwoods Veterans, because without Backwoods Veterans, you wouldn't have EV Nation Radio. So that is how that works. So speaking of VRS, be sure to tune in and check out the rest of the outstanding entertainment that we are provided with here on the network. Uh, first off, going down the line, all times are Eastern. Monday nights, you have Judy and Bulldog over there at Threatcom 5 Radio. Those guys come on at 7 o'clock. Tuesday, right along. Yes, Tuesdays. You have Justice Snodgrass and Richie the Redneck Pimp over there at the Whoa Radio Show, immediately followed by Kateri and Sherry at 8 o'clock with FemVets. So those ladies are always helping uh, get the word out to female veterans and things that are affecting them in today's service and beyond. And then Thursdays, you have George Pardos, a.k.a. the HMFIC of VRS. What are you looking at me all crazy for? You, you missed Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, I did miss Wednesday. You did. Yeah, you, you missed Wednesday. You kind of went Tuesday, Thursday. Nice. God. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I was doing. I was on fire there for a second. Things happened. Yeah. So Wednesdays we have our friends over at Dub Bar. Yeah, Dub Bar. Dub Bar. With George is still on that one. Yes, George is still on that one. So uh, over there with Minnie and George and the Blue Falcon, aka Chris Cornell, not to be confused with the. Uh, Late, late singer from uh, Soundgarden and Audio Slave. And again, Miss Kateri from over there at Femvet. She is also part of the crew over there on Dubar. Right on, brother. That's right. And then Thursdays at 7, you have George Pardos with the Warrior Wallet. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> and then uh, Thursdays or Saturdays, you have Athen and crew from over there on the other side of the mountain where John's at. Over there with it's, yeah, with it's seventeen hundred somewhere. Yes, Planet Hoff, as it is now known right now, bringing in the three and a half feet of snow they got over there. 
Then, of course, Sundays you have the Bear News with George Pardos once again and us here at 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, also, don't forget uh, Sundays at, I believe it is, I want to say 3. I missed the timeline earlier. But anyhow, before the Bear News comes on, we have the return of Sports Church with Minnie and Pookie. So those guys made their reemergence again today. So, Well, they're still kind of testing, so I don't know that they necessarily have a time slot that they're well, specifically so far, using, but uh, yeah, it has on, been on Sundays uh, uh, before uh, Bear News. So. Exactly. So we'll, we'll roll with that for now until uh, we're advised otherwise. So with that being said, also... Uh, be sure to head over to BackwoodsVets.com and check out our BB Nation swag is back, our BB Nation shirts. So you can get those either over at BackwoodsVets.com or directly over at Threatcom, the number five clothing.com. So that's our buddy Bulldog over there, a.k.a. the main host of Threatcom 5 Radio. So he was kind enough to get us hooked up and get it all taken care of. So, uh, yeah. Go over and check those out. We have our hoodies. We have our shirts as well as our ladies' shirts. So you can get those in either the standard. So or there you go, Dakota. The, there you go, yeah. Dakota. You can get your ladies' shirt right there. And you there. get his V-neck, too. That's right. I, Sh- show off that man cleavage. Yeah, kind of like. A, what are you what? doing? You're what is happening? V-neck. What is really going on? Ladies, V-neck. Just so Dakota knows what to look for. Uh, I'm sure the ladies already know what's going on. Well, no, now, I was saying Dakota. No, she wanted to bring out the ladies. She said, hey, ladies. <laughs> earlier, so. Oh, man. So, anyhow, so we got that going on. Be sure to check those out and go over and buy you one today. They're outstanding products put out by Threatcom 5 Clothing. Uh, yeah, freaking can't say enough good stuff about them. So be sure to go over and check it out. Buy them. We only got a couple weeks left on the pre-order before we can get those in production. It's going to be awesome. Mariah looks like Wendy Wednesday Adams trying to lay low. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I just happened to glance over and see that comment right as it popped up. That is awesome, like, John oh, Bright. Oh, sweet Jesus. Anyhow, so also coming up, May 25th, it's a Saturday. It's Memorial Day weekend. We have out here at the Beaver Creek Saloon in Beaver Creek, Oregon, we have Guitars for Stars. That's going to be starting kicking off at 7 o'clock. Uh, we have the lineup set. We have the opener of the group, December. They're kind of a indie, eh, more of a soft rock band, but they're young, up and coming. They're still kind of figuring their way through the through the weeds of things, so we're going to give them a break and uh, help get them out there. They're actually pretty cool. Pretty cool cats, pretty talented, so looking forward to having them out. Then we have uh, our buddy Trent Beaver and his group. They're going to be out playing, immediately followed by a group, known as Sinners Like Us, featuring our good buddy uh, Kyle tonight. So going to be cool to uh, see him and his group play. And then our headliner of Two Broke Kings, featuring Stephen Wines, Shane Evans, as well as hit singer, or not singer, but, well, he sings sometimes, but lead guitarist and songwriter Ross Childress, formerly of the band known as Collective Soul. So going to be pretty cool having those guys out, hanging out with them, doing shots with them again like we did down there, at, uh, or at least that I did, down there at Warrior I Fest. I think too. John was Come in on. there. Yeah, you and oh, John. Man. Did you do tequila shots with us, John? I don't remember. I did a tequila shot with them. It's the only time I would do a tequila shot. With- <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Lies. Is that because tequila I makes... I hate tequila. Is it tequila it. makes your clothes fall off? I don't no, want to know. No, tequila just makes me fall off, period. Right. 
So anyhow, so we got that going on. Uh, five dollars gets you in at the door. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Yes, five dollars gets you in at the door. Uh, veterans with ID that includes your military ID card, your VA card, or the little veteran status on your driver's license gets you in free at the door. It also gets you a ticket for our door prize pr- uh, brought to us by Valhalla Woodforge. So out of Newburgh, Oregon. So so where where did you say that was again? Or what was? Where, where the Guitars for Stars is happening? It's going to be at the Beer Creek Saloon there in Beaver Creek, Oregon. And so, what is uh, it? John, John Bright. Oh, my uh, God. Here we go again. It's like <laughs> Warrior Fest all over again. Well, no. John, John Bright was just commenting. He says, uh, holy shit, you guys live in a place called Beaver Creek? That's, That's so, so hot. I know, right? <laughs> Except for John Bright, Beaver Creek is like spelled one word. See, so, yeah. don't get technical it, it, now. Don't don't ruin the buzz. It's an awesome place to live, though. Don't be don't be a wine cool or a wine kill, Mister Buzzkill. Cool, whatever. I killed that. <laughs> wow, I totally effed that, that up. Yes, I did. Oh, oh wait, wait, did you? Just... I did. Hit it, hit it. Yep, there we go. Yeah, First of the night, and we didn't even get through everything yet. So what's anyhow. funny don't is last, our... last show was uh, uh, John was the only one sitting there dropping f bombs. So. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Don't forget about our epic door, our other epic prize that's that's going to be happening. Uh, I'll let you cover that here in a minute. So, okay. all well, the proceeds from this concert go to help benefit the uh, Red Circle Foundation. If you don't know what the Red Circle Foundation is, is they help out Gold Star families within the special operations community, helping provide financial assistance for those families from the time that they receive the death notice of said service member to when Uncle Sam finally pays out the final bills. So we uh we have a uh, viewer that wants to know uh who's hosting the event. I'm <laughs> getting there. I am getting there. God, people are impatient. Uh, well, try yeah. to move through shit tonight cuz we got a whole lot of stuff to bring up this evening. I keep getting interrupted. God. <laughs> Anyhow, so yes. We are looking for event sponsors and donors. Uh yeah, if you're interested, please, please, please feel free to contact us. We could use all the help we can get. Oh, and yes, before I do forget, and I promised I would not forget, we also have one other special guest that's going to be coming out. Because, I mean, yes, it's Backwoods Veterans that is working with the Beer Creek Saloon to host this. But we will have our guest MC coming in from KC, Missouri. And that is our good buddy, and he's chiming in in the comments. Justin Snodgrass? Oh, God, no. The golden, the golden voice of VRS? No. Oh, okay. No, okay, it is the funny man and outstanding friend of the show himself, Mr. Dakota Potter. Yay! Yes, it's going to be awesome having now, him out now, here. Now, I, I can't remember if uh, if Mary was on the guest list or not. Did, did, was, I don't know. Did John, guest list? John did, did you put her on the I, guest list? Why you guys ask me this shit? <laughs> I know. Maybe we should ask Dakota. Dakota's like, die. I hate you right now. Uh, That's great. Uh, I don't think she made it onto the list. uh, You know, I'm not saying one way or the other. So anyhow, it has been a crazy week this week. Let me tell you. So, John, how has your week been, buddy? Oh, my God, dude. Uh, It has been... Still, a continuation of a roller coaster from last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Trying to work out getting my vehicle fixed and then editing all the footage that we got last weekend for 
unfortunately, what was supposed to be the release of the interview tonight with Eric's Armory, which I put a teaser video up again, a new one for you guys out there. Um, it's a good video. Please watch it. Go support Eric's Armory. They are supporting us. They will also be at Guitars for Stars and supplying a one-of-a-kind AR-15 for our big raffle for the night. So please, you guys, if you don't come out for that, you're silly. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, on top of that, it's, yeah, it's just been, I've been at home working on my vehicle and trying to figure out what's wrong with it, which now it's looking like both the splice and the spider gears in my rear diff are completely done. Uh, his rear end is completely really, blown. You must have wow. really smashed it then. <laughs> you really tore up John's rear end. I was going to say the rear end. That's all you guys. <laughs> As you said, in continuation from last week, right? Yes. It's insane. Um, other than Taco that, Maker yeah. just jumped in. What's that? Miss Taco Maker just joined Taco us. Taco Maker. But yes, it's yeah, it's been a it's been a hectic week just trying to get things figured out and uh hopefully get my vehicle back on the road. Although I do have a pretty cool vehicle that I'm probably gonna end up buying, which I get to drive around in for the week, so whoop, whoop. Yeah. That's about it, though, from my end. All right. Uh, Is yours? You have your speakers up, don't you? Do I have my speakers up? No. Okay, that was weird because so I thought I heard a slight loop there for a second. Be. They're turned down about as low as they can be for me to still hear. All righty, then. Okay. Moving right along. So, and with that being said, Mariah, what's new with you? Uh, first part of my week was pretty slow and normal and everything and the last half i have been busy 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 running here and there uh, taking care of all the animals at home as my parents are gone on vacation right now the animals um yeah and dealing with their lovely dog <laughs> which i cannot wait till they come home so they can take El her Destructo. back she has been very destructive. She has decided to destroy my front door. Oh, well, at least and... she didn't destroy your back door. You <laughs> <laughs> mean joining ah. John in the blown ah. rear end department. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so funny. So funny. My front door is unrepairable at this point. <laughs> we'll be replacing it sometime. You sure that was the uh. dog or was that Justin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to go there, but... Oh my god, wow. <laughs> I think the term is beat up. Anyhow. But yes, it's been quite a crazy end of the week weekend for me. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Josh, what's happening with you, brother? Two words. Captain Marvel. Yes! <laughs> I had to leave that for one of you guys. Yes. Oh, man, we went and saw that Friday night. That was that was good flick. And uh, you know, really, really enjoyed that one. Um, yeah, got to get out there and go see it. Good stuff out there. Yeah, if you haven't and, seen uh, it yet, go of course do it's it. all. Of course, it all ties right back into uh, uh, Infinity Wars, and uh, of course, Endgame. preps up to uh, Endgame and all that. So, yes, indeed, yep, good, good stuff. Indeed. So, no, it's been uh, been kind of a. Interesting week for this guy. And what are you over there giggling about? I mean, a I'm, comment. You're fine. Okay. Anyhow, so no, it's uh, been kind of a weird week. 
So, I mean, it, you know, it was a good time. You know, I got to go see uh, Captain Marvel with Miss Mariah and Josh. That was a good time. So excited for the upcoming uh, Regan Avengers movie that's coming out here in April. Since that's a complete setup. And that's oh. next on the list. Ugh. They left it totally set up. Chomping at the bit for that. So, John, you got to be over here so we can go as a group to go see that. Oh, I will be there for that one. For you sure. freaking better, dude. You got to watch this Captain Marvel Calm first. Calm down. <laughs> Calm your tits, woman. God. Calm your tits. <laughs> I think that was a phrase that we use kind of frequently here over the past week, too. So, but uh, no, I'm uh, kind of going to drop a bomb on you guys right now. And I'm waiting for Josh to watch his head spin around on this one because it's going to be priceless. Have you not told them? No, I have not told them. Not told us what. So, this is going to be my last show for a couple weeks. So, the reason being is you guys guys here on the staff know what's going on. So, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let our viewers know because the cat kind of got slipped out of the bag here uh, earlier this week on my social media page. So, here lately I've been dealing with the potential of being diagnosed with one thing with bladder cancer. So I am going, finishing up with the testing of that. It's not 100% confirmed yet, but dealing with that. And also when I was at the doc getting, going through more examinations, whatnot for it, uh, been dealing with also the recent development of some heart issues. So, and Apparently, I have a inflamed left ventricle, according to my cardiologist. And, yeah, going through all the testing and stuff with that. And I have had two, possibly three, acute heart attacks in the last two weeks. So, and according to my doctor, he recommends I take a little bit of time to back away and uh, take care of myself. I mean, it's... One of the. It's hard. It, it's scary for me to be able to, you know, to deal with this. But, you know, it's something, unfortunately, I have to. I have to take head on. And it. I'm not going to lie. Here the other night, I had an episode, and I think it was another one. And I, I literally thought I was going to meet the maker. I really did. And. I can say that one was one of the worst ones I've seen him have, and it was definitely one of the scarier ones. So, and with that being said, I am taking my doctor's advice and taking a couple weeks off from the program. My, thank God my regular job was kind enough to lighten my workload a little bit because they say, my doc says it could potentially be from hypertension, as in too much, too many irons in the fire, and you know it could be some other medical issue too. So they're still testing that out, but they want me to back off of things for a little bit. However, with that being said, I will do my best to keep all of our viewers updated as much as I can with J Dub's condition and everything, when finding things out and everything like that. Because I will still be on the show. That's right. Yes, you will. No one else is going anywhere. And the good news about it is I have already spoken to our good buddy, speaking of many, over at the bar. He is going to jump in as a guest host until 
uh, until my return. So many from the bar will be sitting in, well, not physically, but his screen will be in my screen's place. So I already spoke with him here yesterday on the horn, and he agreed to repay the favor that we gave him when Josh and I kind of helped the bar out when he had his little mini mini. So he's, uh, he's going to jump in and help us out with that. So, uh, yeah, so that's, what's going on there. That is, that is my round table discussion. So, but other than that, yeah, it's been a hell of a week. Let me tell you, <laughs> it doesn't mean that we can't message you or something like that and still stay in touch. Yep, exactly. So I'll still be around. I'll still be watching the page. I just, I just won't be on the show for a couple of weeks. So, but I will be back. At least that's the goal. So, J Dub, yo, uh, Mr. Jesse from over there at Eric's Armory says so. Plenty of time to go do uh, some shooting from a lead sled. <laughs> we'll we'll I, see. I told him he needed some trigger therapy. <laughs> right. So we'll Amen. see if we can't yeah. get set up. So John tried to take you before his back end or rear end got destroyed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we still talking about that? I thought we were moved on to your front. <laughs> yeah. So moving right along into our next subject of the evening, I want to welcome a special guest to the program. And for those of you that like to pay attention to different veteran based types of entertainment, if you like to read and you're into comics, we got a treat for you. So tonight, Coming from an undisclosed location, we have our good buddy Pete Barlow, the author of U.S. Ah, God, I screwed up on your <laughs> intro, brother. No, you're good, man. U.S. Army Staff Sergeant and Drill Sergeant Pete Barlow, the author, the mastermind, the creator, and artiste of the G.I. Low comics. Pete, what's going on, brother? How you been, man? Uh, not so much. I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me, and thanks for that uh, interesting intro. You know? Yeah, I know, right? Hey, you're worried about you bobbling it, you know, bobbling things up? <laughs> hey, trust me, I do it enough for both of us, man. How they keep me as a main host, I don't know. I think that's probably another reason why my doc said he needed to take a couple of weeks off. We can put somebody in there that knows what he's doing. <laughs> <So>. fine. <laughs> you're laid off until you can figure it out. Okay, fine, I get it. So... But no, man, how you been? What's new? What's cracking? Um, everything's good. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me so much. Um, there really aren't that many military-themed podcasts out there. There's even fewer humorous military-themed podcasts. So f- this was a good find. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Oh, um, dude, you got to check out the rest of the shows we got on here. You think we're funny? <laughs> oh, man. Some of the other ones will, yeah, they'll, they're right on par. But uh, my life has, uh, as the introduction implied, uh, I'm a drill sergeant, which means my life is that. And then uh, in the fringes, I occasionally make a webcomic. And then after that, I sleep sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <I know. laughs> when you're not rattling garbage cans at 2 o'clock in the morning? Oh, only when I'm night drill sergeant. Oh, that is so much fun. <laughs> All of those things that your drill sergeants did to annoy you, I took note of. And it's like, okay, yeah, that really sucked. Okay, yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I as I I think I said this in the chat with you before. Um, I make fun of teenagers for fourteen hours a day. It's the greatest job on earth, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so how sure. did you exactly get started on doing GI Low? What 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 got you interested? What became your inspiration behind the character? Uh, well, it's probably the last time the drill sergeants were a major part of my life, which was uh, when I was in basic. Um, so as ever, you know, we're a bunch of vets here. 
Um, male is life in basic training. Um, so it's just, you know, like that, that little reach for the outside. And so, you know, I write tons and tons of letters and, um, you know, my, my whole life I've been doodling. And so I was like, all right, well, you know, instead of just writing a dear mom and dad, I'm having fun at summer camp. <laughs> I was like, you know what, why don't I make like a little comic strip about this? You know, I've, I've loved comic strips, you know, the Sunday papers were my favorites, uh, my whole life. So I was just make little doodles, you know, cause the army is the funniest job on earth. Um, I, I don't care what anyone says. Like, I was just look at how many memes are produced just from being in the military. It's just oh every day you hear the funniest shit ever. Um, and so, anytime something funny happened, I'd be like, you know, that's you know, it's fun little thing. And so I made a little doodle and I sent it out to friends and family, and they're like, these are these are good. And um, I thought to myself, you know, the only army or military comic strip out there is Beetle Bailey which is specifically about that time between Korean War and Vietnam War right. and so th- th- there's no contemporary uh, comics about being in the, the military um, I could fill that void and then I remember on family day uh, I went to clothing and sales and I found Private Murphy's Law and I was like oh shit someone else has done this and he's funnier than me so I just kind of <laughs> gave up on it <laughs> Um, so I, I gave up for a few years and was just sort of like, hey, I remember that time? And I, I kept thinking, you know, like, maybe pick it up, pick it up. Like, when I was in Afghanistan, I was like, oh, I could do, like, a, a G.I. Low uh, journal kind of deal. Like, anytime something funny happens in Afghanistan, make a comic about it. But then, you know, I got lazy, and also I was deployed, so, you know, I was busy. Um, and then I remember uh, I got to Germany, and I thought to myself, like, All right, I hate my life in Germany, but I don't know how to articulate it without someone wanting to slap me upside the face of, why do you hate your life in Germany? This is what every soldier wants. Um, and so I was on staff duty, and I was like, you know what? Pull up MS Paint. You know, I mean, GI Low this. Um, and shared with friends, um, and they're like, this is kind of good. You know, maybe keep pursuing this. And um, so just on a dare, created a Facebook page, and it's just been exploding ever since. Um, so I guess it's kind of my story. Nice. Well, you know, it's a good, it's a good story, man. I mean, it, it, it shows exactly what, you know, a little bit of persistence will actually get you. It really does a little bit of creativity and some intestinal fortitude. And just like anything else in the military, you put your mind to it and guess what? You're knocking it out of the park, man. And so far you've been doing that. Now I only have one question in regards to the comic itself. You know, we sure. see all the shenanigans that GI logos through that that certain logos through. Where the fuck is Carl? Carl, we need a Carl. <laughs> <laughs> we need like a private Carl or something. You know, I mean that, that's oh. just dude. That would be that would be like the cherry on top. There's all right, one... well, <laughs> sorry. All right, guys. first off, no, no, I was gonna say. Um, uh, so. The, the evolution of the comic has is, um, been varied, I suppose, because when it first started, there was no story. There was no recurring characters. I mean, um, you know, Sergeant Lowe was kind of uh, a stand-in because, you know, easiest one to draw. Um, but uh, for a while, it was just gag-a-day jokes. You know, it's like something funny happened at work and make a comic out of it. But eventually it sort of turned into, well, you know, I, I, let me make a story because those are easier to do because at least if I've got a theme, I can go back to it. Right. And so, um, I was, all right, so how about the comic is set in an S1 shop? And instead of being the central character, Sergeant Lowe is just one of the characters and then fill out this broad ensemble uh, full of, you know, uh, everyone you've ever met in the Army, especially if they work in an S1 shop. Um, and 
uh, as I was saying in the, the pre-interview, um, I was actually thinking about ending the comic because, you know, it's kind of exhausting to, you know, like force a new thing. So I was like, all right, well, let me at least come up with a good ending. And then I got orders for Drill Sergeant School. And I was like, this is way too interesting not to bring into the comic. And right. it, especially since Sergeant Lowe is the worst non-commissioned officer in the comic, let's send him. Um, and uh, so absolutely we can add a Carl as soon as like we get to AIT because like I'm still working on actually, you know, I just graduated Sergeant Lowe from the academy. Um, side note, I graduated from the Drill Sergeant Academy like nine months ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that gives you an idea how much free time I've had. Um, right. And so, absolutely, when we get to AIT, we can throw in some Carls or whatnot, because uh, the, the, the little chuckleheads you meet as a drill sergeant, they're, they're just I think they're always... awesome. I think what the best part about it is if you do make a private Carl, you should, mount, you should model them after our former co-host. Oh, hell yeah, man. Carl, that would be just, that would be the icing on the cake, man. But he has to be a llama. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, now you're getting too deep into it, but that's good. I like the way you're thinking. So, but yeah, no, that would definitely be. That would oh, especially be... if I got a model, yeah, because like I am not an artist. Um, I, I, people like my comment section live to throw in there. You suck at drawing, and I'm just like, oh, I know. <laughs> you should see my old stuff. <laughs> um, I've had one art class in my entire life, and it was a prerequisite to graduate. Right. Um, and other than that, all of this is just drawing. I did my notebook when I was bored in school. Like I, I'm a self-taught artist in that sense. So, yeah, um, when it comes to, like, adding new characters, it's just like, oh, how do I use my imagination to make a person? So, yeah, if you got a – especially a really bad picture, yeah, I'll definitely use that. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it, it's – oh, dude, I'm, I'm super stoked for this now. So, I mean, okay, so I know what is it. Once a week you have your – you release a new strip out, or at least that's the average timeline for what, what you kick out there. Yeah, I try to do once a week. Um, it obviously, it depends on schedule. Um, so I remember when I first graduated from the academy, um, it was twice a week just because everything had built up in my brain. And uh, I remember I got back uh, to my apartment after graduating, and it was just like I pulled up MS Paint, and it was like all of these ideas just exploded onto there. And then I just burned myself out, especially as soon as I like got on the you know the, the trail. Um, and it was like, oh shit! I'm like, you know, it's like um, I have no free time, and also I've run out of all of the ideas. And especially like the reason why there was two comics a week when I first graduated is because everything was still fresh. And as soon as like those memories started to you know fade, it was like, oh jeez. And I did a poll on the page where I was like. Listen, this has been months and months and months, and Sergeant Lowe is on his first weekend of a nine-week course. How do you guys feel about me kind of skipping ahead to the beginning? And uh, two-thirds said yes. Just just get him on the trail. I was like, okay, cool. Nice. <laughs> there you that. go. <laughs> Fast so track. do you have any of your greatest hits that you recommend that people go and check out as far – I mean, of course you want everyone to go back and read them all. But which oh, ones absolutely. do you recommend they're like the – Creme de la creme, the top notch that you've kicked out. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I do have to do my part and say this. Um, so a friend of mine uh, has a publishing company called uh, Divided by Zero Books. And so uh, he's 
compiled, you know, two compilation books. Uh, so the first one is uh, called BFA, uh, Blank Firing Adapter. Right. And uh, the second one is um, Mosquito Wings and Teardrops. So these are, you know, greatest hits, G.I. Low. And those are available on Amazon. You should totally all buy them. Um, but the best comic I've ever done, unfortunately, was one that I did. This is back in, like, 2015 so you can see i peaked early right and it was the first time I've, i <laughs> first time one of my comics made me laugh which was originally i was doing this kind of riff on uh gi joe and all of those like um like after school specials that they did and so cobra commander is planning to drop an atomic bomb on gi low and a bunch of his you know children friends and it's like i will drop an atomic bomb and kill them once and for all it's like quit these children put on your reflective belt the only way to survive is <laughs> and originally the joke was just going to be that they put on the reflective belts and they survived and it was like see you'll survive anything with a reflective belt but i thought what if one of the little children has a belt of a different color and so therefore he gets incinerated by the atomic bomb and, oh, no. and to make matters worse it just made sense in the universe where they're like oh, oh well, little Little Timmy died. Well, that's what he gets for wearing a blue PT belt. We wear yellow PT belts. <laughs> and no one in the universe questioned it. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. And oh. I remember, I, I remember, I was sitting in the defect when I was thinking about that one, and I just burst out laughing. And I just imagine everyone thought I was insane. Like, no, 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 no. I've just got these things I want to make on MS Paint and share with my friends. I'm not crazy. Right. Um, that's still my favorite comic I've ever oh done. Oh my god! Um, Our viewer uh, David Siron he says, "Pete, you look like one of them drills I stayed far away from." <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like, um, I, I remember, like, um, especially when I first found out. Like, I'll, I'll tell the story if I found out that I, I got orders for drill sergeant school. Is um, so my first sergeant called me up on one of my break days because I was on shift at the time, and he's like, "Hey, you know, um, have you checked your email today?" I'm like, no. And it's like, are you sitting down? I'm thinking, what the fuck did my soldiers do this time? Right. Um, you know, it was just endless possibility. Did they burn down the barracks or whatnot? And he goes, you got picked for drill sergeant school, which is a <laughs> sentence I never thought I'd hear. <laughs> and I remember just thinking, and I get, I get into work and, um, I, you know, uh, training me that day. And everyone's like, I can't see you as a drill sergeant. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I mean, uh, the thing is, at, at first, every time someone, and by the way, this still happens on at least a weekly basis. Someone's like, I can't see you as a drill sergeant. Um, and at first, my thought was, you know, I know, right? I mean, I'm, I'm way too nice. And now after a while, it's just like, I can't see you as a drill sergeant. Go fuck yourself. Um, this is, you know, my life. Get used to it. Um, and they'll always throw that, oh, you know, it's not that. I can't see you as a drill sergeant, just you're too nice. And I was like, you know, go, go die in a fire. Right. Um, um, but it is a relief, like, to find out. Um, I, uh, occasionally you do this sort of, you know, check the poll, you know, see, am I the nice drill sergeant? No one wants to be the nice drill sergeant. Right. And uh, <laughs> I, I think my reputation is I'm the drill sergeant of multiple personalities. So it's like, oh, has drill sergeant Barlow had his coffee yet? <laughs> no? Okay. We're fucking avoiding him. That'd be awesome. Oh, man. Well, we're pressed up against the clock. So first off, I want to say thank you, Pete, for coming on and joining us tonight. We do appreciate it. Yeah, Be sure to go over and check out his page over there here on Facebook at uh, facebook.com backslash GILO comics. So be sure to go over and check him out. Give him a like. Give him a share. And check out all the outstanding strips that 
our buddy Pete puts out week after week. So, Pete, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank well, you thank for coming you so on. Thanks for having me. So, absolutely. So, we got to go ahead and uh, push on with the show. So, thank you again, brother. We'll talk to you again here soon. All right. Later, man. So, we'll see you later, brother. Have a good night. All right. You too. All right. Always a fun one with that Ooh. one. So, I freaking love that guy. So, all righty. So, with that being said, John. Oops. Hold on a second. What What happened? <clears throat> we had a uh, we had a little tech failure. What What did you do? We have a little. Uh, we need John back on the line. Oh! <laughs> Hold on. I get rid of that stupid dinking uh. from Skype. Ah. <laughs> oh. Go to yeah. drop one, and he drops them both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. You know, it was a Freudian slip. John, are you back with us now? He just coming on there. There he is. All right, we got him back. Just happened. Yeah, it's a Freudian slip. So John okay. pulled a, or Josh pulled a whoopsie. Anyhow, so with that being said, Josh, what do you say we go ahead and move into our next portion known as the outdoors? This outdoor segment is brought to you in part by Backwoods Veterans. And now for your outdoor expert and host. Here's Johnny. How neat is that? That's pretty neat. What is up, VV Nation? So for tonight's outdoor segment, we have a couple stories for you. Uh, the first one, we'll just jump right into it, comes to us from Outdoor News. It is Oregon seeing major camping boom. Um, this comes to us from obviously our home state of Oregon. So sorry, East Coast fans. This is a little bit local tonight. Um, so, anyways, Oregon set a record number of campers in state parks this last year. Number of day use visitors was second highest ever according to a report by the state parks recreation department the report said that 2.9 million people camped at a state park in 2018 and 54 million people in total visited a park the second highest number ever after a blockbuster summer season in 2016 that attracted 54.5 million visitors there's why we have so much problems driving around our any part of our state in the woods <laughs> in the last couple of years, you guys. Right. Um, yeah. Coastal Parks saw the biggest gain in campers, Fort Stevens, South Beach, and Bullard's Beach, all along the Pacific Ocean together, accounted for more than half of the growth in overnight visits. They collectively attracted 59,300 campers last year, the newspaper said. Uh, the camping season is also spreading beyond traditional busy summer months. Crowds have begun to come to camp in the spring and well into the fall, filling yurts, cabins on, filling the yurts and the cabins on rainy days, and taking advantage of the months' unseasonably warm weather. Uh, the camping season is stretching itself. State park, state parks spokesman, say that five times fast. Uh, Chris Havel said, "Bet you won't." I'm not <laughs> gonna, that's it. That's that's silly and ridiculous, Josh. I would never do that. Um. Oh my God, Josh! Really? <laughs> what? What? Oh, what just... Josh is—he's uh, making fun of our friends over there at T Five right now. So he's talking oh. to David Sy. Is he poking the bear? Uh, he's trying to. <laughs> uh, 
Um, smaller state park campgrounds also saw big growth. Uh, Viento State Park, which I'm actually pretty familiar with in the Columbia River Gorge, to Lake Oahe in eastern Oregon. Uh, Tiny Jackson F. Kimball State Recreation Site in southern Oregon saw the highest percent increase with an additional 557 campers that added up to a 64% increase. Those increases at smaller campgrounds are exactly what the Parks Department is looking for. It's not what us locals are looking for, I'll tell you that much. Um, the department launched an initiative to decrease camping fees at less popular state parks, hoping to spread out the growing crowds. Havel said it seemed to work. Um, so in 2019, the department will implement a one-month trial of increased camping fees at a few of the more popular parks, which could offset discounts if made permanent. As more people move to Oregon, the agency is working hard to accommodate increased demand. Uh, the department's budget is funded by fees it collects, as well as slices of state lottery earnings and RV registrations. 90% of the state park sites are currently free of charge, but Havel told the newspaper that park officials aren't considering adding fees in those locations. Part of the ethos of Oregon State Park is ensuring that these natural public spaces are accessible for everybody. End story. Why hmm. the hell do they have to sit there and play with the stupid fees? Oh, let's let's lower it. Oh, let's raise it. Oh, let's, oh, let's just screw, screw around with it. To make you guess. You know? I know. Let's just take that southern border wall and put it on the southern border of Oregon. How about that? Well, <laughs> so it's it's almost like they're trying to do like a like a Uber demand sort of thing with with campsites. You know, they're trying to you know raise the or have the fees higher for the more popular right. ones versus the other ones have lower fees, so it'll you know get other people in there. You know, that's all great and fine and dandy and you know in business and whatnot, but. Um, yeah, the state parks are funded by, well, as they say, uh, you know, funded by the, the fees they collect and the state lottery earnings. A.K.A. taxpayers. But that's taxpayers. Tax RV registrations. Hmm. Taxpayers. <laughs> oh, by the way, wasn't the state lottery supposed to go to the schools anyways? State lottery anyway. tax on silly people. Yeah. Although I'm not gonna lie, I definitely bought some lottery tickets the last time it when it hit that billion dollar mark, whatever that ridiculous number was. How much did you win? Five bucks, actually. Oh, good job. So I I didn't win my money back, but I got something out of it. <laughs> right. But no, it, yeah, I mean the whole thing is kind of silly, and I mean it's just crazy that we're seeing that much that much growth in our local areas. I mean, it's no surprise on the coast. The coast has been good luck getting a campsite on the coast for in the summertime for how many years? Right. Like, hey, it's funny because David Sy says that Iowa's doing something. Uh, they're doing some sil similar silliness to uh, say the least, as far as in regards to the whole campground thing, as far as with how that stuff's right. being paid for and managed. Hey, John. Uh, FYI, when you are talking. You are getting some feedback off your microphone. Oh, so yeah. how about now? Is that better? Well, I don't know. It's it's when you were talking on for a little while. We were hearing like this. Uh, it was almost like a, a European uh, ambulance or uh, police sirens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, well, like you, Josh, I have roommates that have small kids, so that's probably what you're hearing. Uh, possible. Who knows? Yeah. No. Duct tape, buddy. Duct tape. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Gorilla tape. Anyways. Uh, well, if there's no other comments to add to that section, I think we'll move on to the the next story, so which I'm Je- actually kind of stoked about. Jesse says this is just going to cause dispersed camping to increase and the woods to become full of trash. And I, oh, absolutely I would agree no, with I, as well. Definitely. I would definitely agree with that, especially having worked for the Forest Service during the first big boom that they were talking about, like in 2015. Right. Um, right. As prices go up in the actual impacted camping sites, um, people just, they move out and they start making their own campsites in areas that shouldn't have a campsite. Right. And they have right. no respect for the wilderness or for the woods in general, and they absolutely destroy it. Um Big thing is the hippie communes and the rainbow gatherings have been a big thing that have popped back up in the last few years. And I'll tell you what, that is one of the nastiest things that you have to ever clean up is a is a rainbow gathering. And I've had to clean, help clean up with two of those on the Mount Adams National Forest. And it's it's not a fun job. It's not a fun project to work on when you're not in fire season. You, you feel know? like you need to go in for like a bleach bath afterwards? Oh, it's, it's a full Tyvek suit or coveralls and you know, nitrile gloves type of day. Like you, you're literally walking in areas where people have decided to set up their own toilets. And for lack of a better word, they just shit or piss all over the ground. You know, you find tampons, all kinds of nasty things everywhere. You know, yet these people are supposedly the environmentally conscious people. Right. So we, we have a uh, little homeless camp next to our work again. And, uh, so I called my buddy to, uh, you know, come and post it and, and, you know, tell them to get the, get the hell out of there and everything like that. And, uh, now the city has set in a rule that, um, you actually can't do that. You actually can't tell them that they have to leave. You actually have to file it through the city to get them to have to leave, even if it's on private property. Really? Oh yeah. It's some weird, stupid thing. I don't know. So that that sounds a little bit ridiculous to me. Pretty much. Pretty much. Hmm. That's just gross. Yeah. That's, yeah, hippie communes are definitely the worst. Hippies and rainbows for being as green friendly as they are. They're they're pretty crappy. There's only one type of green they really like. Yeah, well, that's very true. Um, that's a lot of people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. I mean, come on, we live in a green legal state now, so yeah, you know. But I mean, hippies in general, they're just their whole natural holistic approach to living is just it's disgusting, honestly. It's absolutely disgusting. Right. But anyways, I digress. We shall, as the man says. Ooh. Moving Ooh. right along. Ooh. Yeah. Impressive. All right. So the on. next story comes to us from um, Shooting Sports USA. It is a, for all you 22 rimfire shooters out there, you're going to love this. Blink, blink, I actually kind of, I was actually kind of stoked about seeing this new ammo come out. So CCI, we all... Those of us that shoot 22s, we all know what CCI ammo is. Rim color. What? Rim color. Wow. (laughs) You must have pieced that one together because I don't remember ever saying that. Oh, no, you did. You did. I don't remember what it was from, but it was one of the original (laughs) audio cuts that I took from you. Uh, Okay. Yeah, when we were in the other studio. Rim color, huh? Rim color. Interesting. Well... 
there there's definitely bullet color in this one, but not rim color. But uh, uh, anyways. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to move right along. So CCI, we all know, those of us that shoot 22s, we all know who CCI is as far as the ammunition manufacturer goes. Um, they make probably some of the best 22 ammo on the market. You're right. So, <laughs> I got you're right. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. Getting just. He's on it tonight. He is. So anyways, so new CCI clean 22 rimfire ammo, which that in of itself could be a joke. Um, new from CCI is clean 22 rimfire ammo, which uses a polymer bullet coating to reduce copper and lead barrel fouling. There are two loads available for subsonic blue and high velocity red versions. Both loads feature 40 grain round, uh, round nose. Let me rephrase that. Uh, both loads feature a 40-grain round-nosed lead bullet. CCI mentions that in their press release that the bullet has geometry that has been optimized for higher accuracy. According to CCI, Clean 2 Ammo provides flawless cycling through semi-automatics and all 22 long rifle firearms. Velocity for the subsonic round is 1,070 feet per, s- 1, feet per second, and 908 feet per second at 100 yards. The energy is 102 foot-pounds from the muzzle and 73 foot-pounds at 100 yards. The high-velocity version boasts velocities of 1,235 feet per second from the muzzle and 998 foot-pounds at 100 yards. Oh, shit. (laughs) Really? Um, energy is 135 foot-pounds from the muzzle at 100 yards and drops to 88 foot-pounds at 100 yards. MSRP for both clean 22 rimfire loads is 9.95 per 100-round box. That's actually pretty that's good. That's not bad, actually. That's, that's, that's pretty damn good. If it's going to cycle that good through my Ruger 1022, right? I'm all right with that. Moist. Um, moist? Yes, moist. Very, very moist. Um, this is a great option for competitive shooters looking for an affordable option that won't leave their rimfire barrels filthy. Rim color. At, and you can learn more at cciammunition.com. All Just right. Saying. What you guys think about that? I like that price. I like that price, too. I like what they're purporting this ammunition does. I'm going to have to test some of this out, actually. I've got the perfect rifle to test it in, so... Right? Not as good as my rifle. Shit, I'm about to win the perfect rifle to test it in. Bullshit. Bullshit. No, no, no. What was the agreement that what was the agreement that we made? Okay. Yeah, that's true. So John and I made an agreement that because how Eric's armory has a three hundred blackout, the raffle going on for that. Hey, pimp that out, because we gotta pimp that out. Well, you're the one that has all the details on it, so go for it, brother. Okay. So Eric's Armory has a raffle going on. Um, they have a custom-made Aero Precision 300 Blackout rifle up for raffle, along with a GSG-6 22 long rifle replica that both guns are absolutely amazing. You spend 50 bucks on tickets. The tickets are $10 a piece, but if you spend 50 that automatically gives you five tickets for the 300 Blackout and a ticket for the GSG-5. Um, <laughs> Yes. So it 
it's a great deal. I mean, you buy tickets and you're potentially going to win a 300 blackout rifle and a 22 long rifle that are absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he actually just posted up a video not very long ago today about said raffle, and both of the rifles are featured in the video. So yes. please take a look at that. Um, but, hey. Justin, go ahead and talk about our agreement. Oh, yeah. So Okay, so John and I both put in on this raffle. for We both bought five tickets each, so we got the free ticket to put in for the GSG. So we had this deal to where if we wound up winning them both, whoever got it would get whoever got the 300 blackout the other one would be receiving the gsg so that way one way or another somebody was getting the gun so that that's how we worked that little deal out that 300 so, blackouts going home with me bro lies no to go mine. home with me Li- erroneous it's not a put it's, on it's mine <laughs> either way go check those guys out you guys go check out ericsarmory.com um, get in touch with those guys. See what they can do for you. They have great products, great service. They do. Please check them out. They're amazing. Um, and they're supplying us with an awesome rifle for Guitars for Stars. So yes. Come check us out. They will be there in person. You can talk to them in person at the event. In and indeed. Hey, John, John, real quick with this um, article you just read, David Sai asked, can it set Tannerite? <laughs> Hell a yeah, you can blow up Tannerite with it. 22 with Tannerite? Yeah. Uh, That's what he's asking. It's got the velocity to do it. The same. The high velocity, maybe. I still wouldn't even. I probably wouldn't attempt it with paying 20 bucks for Tannerite um, for a single pound charge. You I know, try I, it. I do it. I, I probably wouldn't do it. I'd just stay safe and shoot it with this, the smallest caliber. I'd probably shoot it with. Is a five 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 six honestly? What about seventeen? Um, That's got I've a little bit more zip to it. Yeah, I've never thought about that. I don't know if it has enough mass though. It's all about the the foot pounds of torque that that bullet delivers at whatever yardage you're shooting at though too. Spread. <laughs> girth. <laughs> girth, girth, Kalen. Oh my god! Just, Here we go again. All right. Well, that was just a question on. Um, I I honestly don't. No, I've never been ballsy enough to risk spending $20 on a pound of Tannerite to shoot it with a twenty two. Well, if Jada will take me shooting, I will try it and see. Oh, uh, here we go. The, the so, challenge has David says he has a Mosin. David said he has, says he has a Mosin, and Mosin will probably definitely work. <laughs> that, that 7.62 by 5.4 is a hell of a round. And Carl Loomis says a 17 HMR will not do it. Damn it. So apparently he has already tried. All right. right. Well, that answers the questions that came up. Right. And then I'm going to ask before I continue on, Josh, do we have enough time for last piece? Yeah, you've got 10 minutes. Yep. Go for it, brother. So for the last segment, um, I'm going to bring all the hosts back. No. No. Ah, No. Yep. Yep, all three of us plus Josh. Even by, Josh by, the, by the way, a twenty-two should work on Tannerite. I don't think a seventeen will, though. Well, yeah, but it's a tiny, tiny round. It, no matter how fast it's flying, that round just doesn't have the mass for it. We must 
figure this out in the name of science. <laughs> yeah, I, I did science. a little. I did a little research on it here, real quick, and from what I see, it says that a twenty-two should. Yeah, Actually, this, this would be a great question for Eric because he he'd probably know that. Well, Eric answer. is listening because he commented. Nope. So, Eric, if if you comment or Jesse for that matter, oh, Jesse did just comment. Uh, twenty-two will not do it, guys. Damn it. So Damn that's what I figured because I've always been told five five six is like the smallest round you can shoot Tannerite with. Yeah, I know black powder fifty caliber won't do it either. What? It's because it's, it's not a supersonic it's round. It's not supersonic it's round. Got, oh, does not have the impact. Yeah. Speed. Oh, tw- twenty two TCM does though. Hmm. All right. Interesting. So interesting. Anyways, indeed. this last segment I figured would kind of be a quick throw together roundtable discussion on us hosts on what our favorite outdoor activities are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So first we can start with Josh because Josh had some interesting things to say to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Mr. High Tech Redneck. Just what is your remember favorite what thing? happened on the tailgate of the Danger Ranger there, Josh, <laughs> before you go too deep into that discussion. No, I seem to remember the uh, Hood of Eleanor actually, but uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> moving right along. One for one, two for three. 48 for three. Go on. Go on. <laughs> oh no. No. <laughs> Uh, Not with current company. Bad uh, idea. <laughs> Bad idea. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, really. Yeah. No, my, uh, really my favorite thing, uh, outdoors wise is, uh, you know, is, is camping. Uh, I really love camping, you know, blended in with, you know, fishing or, you know, doing a little bit of hiking and stuff like that. Um, you know, those are, that's really my favorite thing to do. And, and I don't care whether it's, you know, it's up in the forest I don't care whether it's down at the beach, you know, wherever. I'll pretty much go anywhere and do it. Uh, matter of fact, here now. You don't say. <laughs> right? You don't say. You in the hood. Go on. Um, go on. <laughs> but uh, matter of fact, uh, my daughter and I are heading down to the beach here in a few weeks to uh, do a little camping out and all that for the week. So. Nice. You mean glamping. <laughs> glamping? Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, when are you doing that one? In a couple weeks. Okay, we'll talk about that. Anyhow, moving along. Um, okay. Nothing so, bad. Well, apparently, Mariah, apparently we're not talking about nothing. Yes. So, Miss Mariah, what is, what is your favorite outdoor activity? Well, you guys could probably guess it, but if it has to do with animals, it's horseback riding. So well, this isn't just animals. This is outdoors. Yeah, I'm... Oh, you have to ride horses outdoors, don't you? Not necessarily. Okay. No, indoor <laughs> but, arenas. Uh, no, I like going outdoors with the horses and riding trails and everything like that. I There's really people that it. ride horses into bars, so. Um, no, the other horses, thing... not whores. No, horses shush? too. Shush. <laughs> what? Did you say shush? Okay. Or if you're out in my neck of the woods in Prineville down the middle of 3rd Street in Maine. Yeah, right? yep, exactly. So You said shush. Oh my God. <laughs> the other thing I enjoy doing Go is just going outside and like one of my favorite places to be is at the beach. Um, I don't know what it is really about it, but I've always liked it and grown up about it. So like going out there and walking and being outside just in general, doing something. Not necessarily Absolutely. have a favorite thing, but like today, for instance, it was a beautiful day outside here. A little bit cool breeze, but 
I spent most of the day outside that I could. Were you wearing a skirt? Is that how you knew it was a cool breeze? Oh no. <laughs> but it was a surprise, John and Josh, both. I was actually hauling wood and cleaning the horse stall, imagine that, in a tank top today. Who's that doesn't surprise me because I watched you clean the horse stalls last weekend in much less. Who, who, <laughs> who's wood? That's what I want to know. It, Justin, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Tank top and shorty shorts. Silkies, yeah. Rocking the freaking silky like style shorts. Whatever. Hey. It was like, yes. like freaking 38 degrees outside and you were in booty shorts and a tank top. <laughs> Muck boots. David Sykes has had a friend got, get a DUI on a horse. Was he in John Day? That's yes, right. <laughs> yes, technically you can get DUI on a horse. I know numerous people who have. Uh, There's no technically about it. Because, you can. Yeah, no, yeah, you can. You, you are considered the driver of the horse. But yes. But so it's any, not motorized. That's the thing. Anything being outside, hiking a little bit here and there, going to the beach is one of my favorites, and horseback riding. Okay. So, so with if, that. If you're riding a woman down the street <laughs> and you're drunk, can you get DUI? Yes. I don't, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Might get indecent exposure. So, I don't know. I've seen some of your ex girlfriends, Josh. So I mean, I'm just guessing. <laughs> Jada. So it is a viable question. Uh, hey. <laughs> okay. Should we start I, talking about your ex-wives? I just uh, have to throw this out there. Oh, I have only one that's that bad, which, by the way, oh, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, you were the one that freaking told me. Yeah, I told yeah, you. Right. Yeah. By the way, I just have to throw that out th- this out there really quick. Jada posted a thing on the page or to our group chat saying I didn't that know such thing. guys' names of the guys who don't listen ever. Josh, oh, yeah. John, and Justin were all on there, and you guys all just proved that point. I'm yeah, sorry, no did you shit, say right? something? Yeah, go. What? What's your favorite, J-Dub? Uh, moving uh, on to J-Dub, what is yeah. your favorite outdoor activity, brother? Well, it involves tracking animals and pew-pew. So, pew-pew! Yep, actually, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's getting out in the woods and trying to find that big buck or bull to put down on the ground and fill the freezer. Uh, oh, yeah. that, that that's my number one outdoor activity. After that, uh, yeah, you know, camping, fishing, you know, that whole deal there. That that's my that's my forte. That that's my bread and butter. That's why I enjoy doing the most. Right. My biggest thing is as long as it at least gets me out into the timber, out into the woods, you know, away from all the stressors and bullshit of freaking everyday society you know just kind of bring yourself back in the center and you know get get your mind right once again that that's the whole thing carl says that uh, you like roaming the woods naked pretending you're sasquatch hey 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 what i do when i go out there is my own I business say okay but I won't. no no go ahead go ahead we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> prove that meme wrong right now because you have our attention we are listening just because blah, have- blah, 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 blah. I don't say blah, blah, blah. Okay, maybe Josh is listening, but John and I are. <laughs> Go on. Just because I have to shave J-Dub's back, oh! I don't want the hairiness, doesn't mean he's Sasquatch. Really? You had to throw that out there? That is, oh my God. It could be like my roommate Kyle and you'd be Chewbacca and be like. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw him once without shirt on meh. Goddamn Yetis, I'm telling you. <gasps> Friggin' David Sy. I visited Oregon in the 90s. 
did you haven't seen a squatch? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we seriously need to get him back on the air. Certain squatcher? Yes. Oh, dude. Well, you're supposed Doggies. to get an update on that whole thing. J-Dub. Yo. Justin. The, this next comment applies to both you and I. I drove a lawnmower through the Burger King at Graf, Germany, years ago. The people in there had a blast from Virgil Moore. Oh, I, I know. know people Vir- who have rode horses Vir- through a Burgerville drive through Right. No, Virgil and I were in the same company together over in Germany. So oh, yes, really? Virgil and I know the same exact bars, and I have seen him come stumble. Yeah. yeah. Just stumbling out. All I got to say is, ah! that's all I got to say. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no way. Virgil, you need no. to add me as a friend on Facebook. <laughs> Anyhow, so we are yes. moving right along. We're coming what? up against the clock for our next segment. <laughs> Josh, let's go ahead and move into the news, Does brother. He... Wait, John's got John's got to say his name, his uh, favorite okay. thing. All right, go ahead, go ahead. I'll make mine short and sweet. Um, it was a close tie between hunting and my passion for the mountains, but my passion for the mountains won out because I spend most of the time up there. And so any, anytime that I'm up actually like climbing or mountaineering, that's, that's where I find the most peace in my life. That's what's actually saved me from a lot of the dark things in my life is being up on a mountaintop in the middle of nowhere, like a legitimate mountaintop. It, it's a, supremely spiritual experience for me so um, that's about the most hippie thing you'll hear out of my mouth but yeah Goddamn tree hugging hippie I, 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 I love the mountains it's where <laughs> I feel the closest to my you know my higher being if you will and that's that's where I get the most enjoyment out of my life um, close second though is hunting with you fools <laughs> oh, <gosh>. right <laughs> Which, by the way, so you know, since we're still talking about the outdoors, we got less than two months. We're actually right at two months. Get our tags in. Get our applications in for tags. I know. I gotta. Sorry. I gotta be kind of tactical about it though, because I don't know if I'm going to be present in Oregon when Clinton season rolls around. Mm-hmm. So very true. Very true. But better to be safe than sorry. So for sure. For sure. Anyhow. Anyways, that is that concludes your outdoor segment, viewers. I hope you enjoyed it, and we will move right along to the news. You heard the man. Leroy Jenkins. Oh, all right. For signs and headlines. For signs and headlines. Fails right here on DB Nation Radio. This is the best thing I fucking heard all day. Yes, indeed. Since you rat bastards can't read a script and know uh. what comes next. Right, I I failed on that one. Uh, it's okay. I'll it's okay. Jada was failing on it too because yep. he thought we were going to news. Yep, also. I thought we were going news too. So. Hey Justin! Hey Justin! High five through the air. Yeah. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> ex minister breaks silence, says nothing. What? And then? <laughs> yeah. Go <laughs> on. That one. <laughs> he was silent. Apparently so. <laughs> Go on. Uh, well, he is an ex minister, so you don't know what. It's been going on behind the scenes. 
Or curtains. Bless you, my child. Bless you, my child. I mean, what? <laughs> that was a little bit creepy. I, I feel dirty after that. That's Bless you, my child. I'm going to wash my hands. It's kind of interesting how he knows how that works, too. Dude, it, never mind. Uh-huh. Anyhow. Yeah, I thought. Moving right along. Next one. <laughs> Toilet tuna, 59 cents. <laughs> what? Hey, Mariah. Mariah. You know that's got to be moist tuna. Oh. <laughs> moist. 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 And you can't hit me. <laughs> oh, I'm keeping a tally already. Do you, do you think the uh, this ad for uh, tuna is from uh, Wyoming? <laughs> I just, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I keep my mouth shut on that one. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, my God. Pooh Man is on the run. Smear Fleas Hospital. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> the mad crapper's on the move. Watch out. <laughs> Do you like smear feces all over? That'd be my Ew. guess. According to this story, uh, that's disgusting. So. You know, hey, there's a mad crapper everywhere. Just saying. Apparently, <laughs> this one just has a fro. Maybe that's so you can. Never mind. So, uh, yeah. All righty. Trade. All right. Here you go. We'll give you a, we'll give you a <laughs> this is, This is what blows my mind. Cops arrest <laughs> white woman on warrant for black man. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Evansville police trying to figure out what happened. Yeah, so are the rest of us. You, yeah, a black guy. I, I don't understand. And, and you arrest a white lady. Does not compete. I mean, the, the race, uh, not, the, there's no race card involved in this one. This is just played a duck. Oh, round nine! Oh my God! There we go. I was waiting for it. That's racist. So yeah, yeah. That's uh. Wait. Uh, apparently, RoboCop wasn't involved with this because there wouldn't have been. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, That's. Mm. I, I got nothing on this one. Dude. Words escape. Words yeah. escape. <laughs> no. All right. One in four women will be beaten by husbands. Treat him this Father's Day. <laughs> I have a movie. Uh, hey, and this was this was in England. I can yes. tell by that uh, five pound mark right there. Yep, it is a British article. So, uh, hmm, what's really going on overseas? I don't want to know. Right? Well, I, I imagine you don't want to know. So, but you, you're not married, so you ain't got to worry about that. So, all right, on to our next one. Have trouble sleeping? We have sermons. Come here, why? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you ever been born in church, apparently this is the one where it's okay to catch a nap. Just saying. Well, it's good to know. Right? <laughs> At least they're honest. Right? I mean, it's one way to draw people to the congregation, I guess. I mean, you want nap time on a Sunday? Come listen to our sermon. Ugh. Anyhow, <laughs> this one goes out to everybody across the country right now. 10 a.m. worship. Whoever's praying for snow, please stop. We are done. <laughs> no more snow. That's go home, very go so, home March. So you're drunk. Mc McDonald'sville? I guess so. <laughs> McDonald'sville? St. Paul. Wow. McDowell's. 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 Yeah. <laughs> McDowell's. Family Thomas. Family dollar here. 
Oh man, we'll have to post that. Police composite sketch. Uh, it's like the Unabomber hey, meets wait, Ninja. Wait, that kind of looks like you. No, it don't. Yeah, it does. Put put your glasses right, on hey, there hey, and hey, put hey. your hood up, and yeah, it's you. Yeah, take the hat off though. Yeah, yeah, and you take the hat and the headphones right, off. See, and this and it's gonna be you. We'll see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But you gotta pull your shirt up around the bottom of your face. Okay, thank you. All right, here we go. Here we go. Yep. yep. See, look, it's starting to look more like him. <laughs> yep. Yep. Look. See. Yep. Yep. And then see, it is. It is. It's him. It's him. Is it me? It's, it's him. not such. A... Is it me? It's him. Is it me? Yep. I have to say, is it me? It's totally there you. you. <laughs> they they, they like, solved the mystery. What was that cartoon back in the eighties where they had like the little freaking hats and shit? Oh, off of fucking. Uh, excuse my language. Go ahead, buzz me. Uh, what was that cartoon? Freaking Thundercats. The ones that had like the little pointy hats and shit. Thundercats with pointy hey, hats? Thundercats were not Rangers. Just remember that. Fair that's enough. In the Ranger cro- that's in the Ranger promo. <laughs> <laughs> Great, here we go. Uh, please help find my pot. Yeah, I wonder how they helped yeah, her. Yeah, Adobe pot smoker spent her birthday in jail after asking police to uh, help her find her drug stash. Oh, my God. Hmm. Well, yeah. hang on a second. So if the, this was in West Virginia, but if had this been in Oregon, this they would probably, have They probably would have helped her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you never, you never know. I mean, hey, man, I can't find my stash. It is pretty stupid, though. <laughs> I, I think even in Oregon, if I was a pothead, I'd be like, I can ask the cops to help find my stash. She so, stated yeah. she had three and a half ounces. She also stated she sells the marijuana. Uh, duh. Yep, that, that's borderline dummy of the week right there. Uh, duh. <laughs> You're right? Oh, these are classy tonight, man. All right, what else we got? Bishops agree sex abuse rules. <laughs> How was that going again there, Justin? Straight from the Catholic Church, man. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, bishops agree. I, I, hold, hold on a second. Are you are you sure there's anything straight from the Catholic Church? Fair enough. <laughs> okay, <just check. laughs> oh, Fair enough. I, I suggest the. Two of you this one freaking kills me. Oh my god! Person dogs rescued from Cal's Mountain, but yet look at their SOS. <laughs> Send, Send nudes, nudes please. <laughs> <laughs> you must have been a soldier. Uh, yeah, I do it, man. Uh, <laughs> it's just that—that's art, my friend. That is fine <laughs> art. <laughs> oh my god! Next one. Headline will go here. Blah, 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 blah. I don't say blah, blah, blah. Yes, I picked that one out just for you, John. I know. I noticed that. I was like, oh. <laughs> don't say blah, blah, blah. No, we don't say blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, uh, tree farm owner planted seeds and others. <laughs> well, I really? Know. I mean, that's. Typically. I wonder if he's Catholic too. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He almost looks like a minister. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, real real quick, Justin. Yo. Eric says, Thundercats, you're old as shit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Takes one to know one, just saying. I don't even know what that is, just saying. Imagine that. What? Yeah, go figure. Go figure. <laughs> Damn it, No, Fox given, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, man. Next one. Property agent has several balls in the air. You don't say. All hmm. right. What? I don't want to know what kind or why or anything like that. Now, no, my one question is, is he doing a cartwheel? Is he doing a <laughs> handstand? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it, I just, yeah. Well, those things that makes you go, hmm. All right. Huh. Wait, yeah. the Starkey, huh? Huh. 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 There huh. seems to be a... Huh. Huh. Oh, God. <laughs> there seems to be huh, a lot of balls in the air. Huh. As a matter of fact, it smells like balls. Huh. Anyhow, huh. moving on. Stand Please. down! You're right. Explains his smile. Oh, damn. Student excited daggot head job. Uh... Woo! <laughs> okay, and her face looks uh, totally wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, like the headline doesn't scream wrong to begin with. It does, <laughs> and then her face with it just no. Oh, the University uh, Daily Kansan. So it's huh. out of Kansas. Uh, hey Dakota, yeah. that's pretty <laughs> close to you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Snodgrass, Richie. Yeah. yeah. What do you? Uh, what do you guys want to tell us? Right. Well, I mean, already know that they have some weird morals and ideals up there so yeah well, that's the only way they get tourists from new jersey come through i mean that's... <laughs> <laughs> oh man classic so yes. all right what all we got left there josh that that's the last up. one all right <laughs> that wraps up signs and headlines all right so with that being said let's go ahead and jump into the news Right, you're up. I am, and I have it ready right here, on the right page this time. Yay! You were on the right page this time. Yes. Are you sure? It's <laughs> Dad's <Yes>. weekend. <laughs> so, for the first one, Hawaiian lawmakers tell Congress Second Amendment doesn't protect gun what? ownership. What? What? Wait! Wait! What? what huh? That, huh? Oh, huh? Yeah. Um, That's my story. So what? So. Oh. Did you, what are you were, doing? Were you, I, I did were, the wrong story then. Are you not paying attention no, when I we wasn't. said to look at the cut stories? No, and I wasn't. Changes? Huh. I have another one here. Do you have Air Force Hales Women's Achievements? Nope. That was your story. Oh, my God. That was your story. Fine. She took mine, so I'll take hers. No, so go, go ahead. You have both of them. Headline reads, Air Force Hales Women's Achievements at Captain Marvel premiere. Air and Space Museum, Washington, D.C., standing beside the Air Force's first female fighter pilot Thursday night as troops, fans, and families lined up to see Marvel Studios' latest superhero on the silver screen. Moist. Air Force Secretary... Oh, my God. Moist. I deserve that one since I screwed up. Air Force Secretary Heather Wilson says she was encouraged to see young kids making their way forward not, to, uh, not only to celebrate a movie, but perhaps be part of the service's future story. 
All those have been inspired by moments in history or films we've seen in our lives that inspired us to do something or stand up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I'm really hoping this touches young people about who they can become. She told reporters before the screening of Captain Marvel. That includes a renewed push to inspire young women to join the Air Force's ranks. Before the film, Wilson was busy taking photos with young girls, some donning flight suits of their own. There has been a social media backlash, particularly from men, about the first Marvel film to feature a solo female hero. It's true audiences won't see the typical fighter jock culture portrayed in the male-dominated Top Gun, but that's not the Air Force's story anyway. Wilson said in her opening remarks, Wilson hailed how far women have come in the military. Why? Anyhow, the female is set in the 1990s before women were allowed to fly in combat. Captain Carol Danvers, an F-15 Eagle pilot who becomes Captain Marvel, has no memories of her past but dreams of Air Force fighter, uh, fighter jets lining a runway while she yearns to fly. The character played by actress Brie Larson is now known as Vers, pronounced Veers, on Planet Hala, where she serves the Kree Empire with supernatural powers she didn't know she acquired back on Earth. Wilson attended the big event, Brigadier General Jeannie Levitt, the service's first female fire pilot and currently head of the Air Force recruiting service, upon whom Danvers' character is loosely based. Levitt was commander of the 57th Wing at Nellis Air Force Base, Nevada, as the movie was filming. They include nods to Air Force culture with... Oh, with accurate representations of basic military training, flight training, and even a dogfight scene at one point. Larson is briefly shown in a cockpit of an F-16 fighting Falcon taxiing on a flight line. The filmmakers credited the 412th Test Wing at Edwards Air Force Base, California, the 144th Fighter Wing at Fresno Air National Guard Base, California, 309th Aerospace Maintenance and Regeneration Group, the Air Force's quote-unquote boneyard at davis Mountain. Air Force Base, the 57th Wing, and the 50, uh, 56th Fighter Wing at Luke Air Force Base, Arizona, for aiding in production and training for Larson's character. God, I didn't huh. realize how long of a read that was. So, so they, th- what's interesting, they, they didn't list Nellis in this article, but it was listed in the credits. Yeah, it was listed in the credits. So I wonder, I wonder what, uh, what part Nellis had in it. Way to go! Way to go. That's outstanding journalism at its finest. So, <clears throat> Thank so, you for reading that. Oh, my God. It's fiction. Captain Marvel as a role model. Then I want to be Thor. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, I mean, it, I don't understand why guys are getting spun up about the fact that they actually focus the character around a female. I mean, I get... Some may be getting pissy because of the historical accuracy of it. Because, yeah, if you go back and watch it and think about Yeah, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie yet, there are a couple of historical inaccuracies on it with the way they got the timeline set up. But, you know, it, it's Hollywood. They're not going to 100% nail it every time. So Yeah, it's it's like that in most movies anyway. So. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, it, it was good for the most part. I mean, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it was a hell of a... Hey, hey, Mariah, by the way, that reminds me. How did you enjoy Captain Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she wasn't sleeping. She just she just closed her eyes for a minute. <laughs> that was a long minute. <laughs> like a half hour minute. Yeah. yeah. She seriously <laughs> sleep through it? 
through like a half hour of it. Yeah, yeah she yeah, was so asked I, out. I I took a look over at her, and uh, at one point there, and and her eye like we had the 3D glasses on and all that, and where her <laughs> eyes were at. You know where you, where you can see it kind of looking would be like towards like the very top of the screen, and I'm like, Is she asked out. I'm like, I'm like, Mariah. oh yeah, and I'm like, she Mar- Mariah, and she doesn't say anything, and I wave my hand in front of her, nothing, so so I get Justin's attention, I'm like, hey, hey, just check it out. He's like, <laughs> like really? He kind of does the same thing with his hand in front of her for a second. Completely oblivious. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, whatever. Completely so, oblivious. So of course we ask her. We ask her after the movie. You know, hey, you know, so uh, uh, how was uh, how was your nap there? Oh, I I didn't, I didn't nap. I you know. I, was, I told you. I knew my... what was going on. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> did, did she have a moist drool hanging out of her mouth? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but no, it was you know. It, yeah. Moist. I mean, it was good to see that Elisa Air Force is getting some positive, you know, reflections off of this movie. So it really was. I mean, it was a good movie, and I think it's it's yeah. one that definitely people should go see. Exactly. So, Wait, and by the way, if Disney if Disney would like to pay us at all for uh, doing reviews on the movies, we'd be happy to accept it. Right, or at least Wait. Marvel Studios. Hold on a second. I, I got a question. That's true, yeah. What's up? Fair question. Mariah said, if you haven't seen it yet, you should go see it. You slept through it. How would you know? I did not sleep through the whole thing. <laughs> no, she did not sleep through the whole thing. I will Love you, girl. It's, All I can say is if you go see it, pay attention <laughs> to a certain character. It will make sense in the end. Oh, Captain Marvel. A man that identifies as a woman gets a change. Chelsea Manning. oh that is great well played good sir well played all right mariah you can do the uh now you want to do the hawaiian story nope i'm letting jw do it because that was his it's one that he was excited about Uh, okay all right even though i took a bunch of notes on it's okay well no go ahead all right it's one that you were really excited about so hawaiian just go on here, I took care of that for you. Hawaiian? <laughs> oh! No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, I miss it. When I, I, I miss it so much when I'm not in studio. Oh, you miss a lot. You miss a lot. Anyhow, headline reads, Hawaiian lawmakers tell Congress Second Amendment doesn't protect gun ownership. Bullshit! Oh, my God. Here we go. Yeah, she's got a case of the giggles. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but does Hawaiian lawmakers tell Congress? Oh my god! Hey, you guys ever been in shows with Ricky Jones? Honolulu, Hawaii. Hawaiian lawmakers vote on Tuesday to urge the U.S. Congress that the Second Amendment doesn't guarantee the right for fit for individuals to own guns. <laughs> and that they should repel or seriously change the Second Amendment of the United States Constitution. Okay, all right, all right. Cut, repeal, repeal. Cut the, repeal. All right, cut the sound effects for a minute, because seriously, <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad we're having a good time with this one, Whether you know, picking on Mariah like we always do. But this, this, one, is this kind of... one is actually a serious one. Yes, it is. It and is. And this one, it, it's, if you're not, 
up in arms about this one, especially if you come from down south, you know, out there in Hawaii, uh, you should be. I would be very, uh, yeah. I mean, Hawaii can suck my expletive. So if you missed or couldn't understand what she was saying due to uh, our mess around sound effects, picking on Mariah. Honolulu, Hawaii. Hawaiian lawmakers voted on Tuesday to urge the U.S. Congress that the Second Amendment doesn't guarantee the right for individuals to own guns and that they should repeal or seriously change the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Before we go any further on this one, did they miss the line of the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be in shall not as in you will not mess with it. It was ruled by the U.S. Supreme Court, and it even talks about it here. I will continue. Can I, can I add something real quick? Hang, go, hang on. Let me finish up right quick. The resolution was sponsored by State Senator Stanley Chang, a freshman whose uh, claim to fame is having beaten the last Republican to hold a seat in the Hawaii State Senate, according to Guns.com. Chang studied law under U.S. Senator, guess who, Miss Focahontas herself, U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat of Massachusetts. The resolution, resolution passed by Hawaii's legislatures, legislators argued that there is no individual right to bear arms and said that the framers for the Second Amendment to apply to militias, contrary to the U.S. Supreme Court's 2008 ruling in District of Columbia versus Heller, the Foundation of Economic Education reported. Instead, the authors relied heavily on the 1939 Supreme Court decision in United States versus Miller. These people are idiots. They don't comprehend what they don't understand the fact that this is one of the civil liberties. These are the people that we keep electing into office, people. When are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up, America? You want to see our way of life go down the shitter? Guess what? It already is. Because idiots like these, like these congressmen down there in Hawaii, these freshman senators and congressmen and women that keep getting elected and voted in, like AOC, friggin' this, uh, I mean, her, Chang, friggin', you get the idiots that have been in there forever today that people somehow, some way keep reelecting, like Pelosi, as another example, Senator Feinstein. Chuck Schumer, you get these idiots that want to demolish our Constitution and our way of life as Americans. Wake up, America. The time is upon us to take a stand. And I'm not saying get violent or any of that because that's not how we do it. The Second Amendment protects the rest of the amendments. It protects the First Amendment, your right to free speech. It protects the Third, which guarantee you know guarantees you the protection from un, uh, military takeover of your homes. It guarantees you the right from unreasonable searches and seizures protected under the Fourth Amendment. It also gives you the right to remain silent if you're being arrested, as in your Miranda rights, protected under the Fifth Amendment, also of self-incrimination and so forth and so forth on down the line. People, you need to wake up. 
We need to take a stand at our booths. And in the meantime, you need to get in touch with your senators. You need to get in touch with your congressmen and tell them that this madness needs to stop. We're we're a capitalist, democratic republic. Disarming our citizens is the first step into socialism and communism and into a dictatorship. I, as a United States combat veteran, I spent the last almost 21 years of my life supporting and defending that document. So of all my brothers and sisters in arms, I will not stand, nor do I, or do I pray that any of my brothers and sisters will stand for this to happen. People, you need to talk to your leaders. And if you don't like what they're doing, get out to the voting booth and the best way to do it is to say it with your voice there. I know it, it, it's hard to say, you know, it's hard to actually take action. A lot of people seem like it is, like your vote, like the be- the biggest line I hear, well, my vote doesn't matter. Bullshit. I am sick and tired of hearing my vote doesn't count. Yes, it does. It counts big time. And it's because of that mentality, you folks are being part of the problem. Don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. If you're tired of seeing our way of life go down the drain, get rid of these assholes that are playing with your money, that are playing with our way of life as Americans. Take it back. Don't let it go away without a fight. I'm done. I'm done. Next article. U.S. soldier turned mercenary. Can you pronounce it right, you guys? Ryan, do you have notes? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Sentenced to life in prison. A former soldier known as a Rambo who became a mercenary of duty dealers was sentenced to life in prison. Joseph Hunter, 53, sergeant from Owensburg, Kentucky, with a special force background, was sentenced by the United States District Judge Ronnie Ambers of Manhattan, New York. He carried out his crimes, including arranging the murder of a real estate agent. The judge said that she had never before seen such a, quote, total and complete lack of hu- for human <laughs> life. He had planned and committed truly horrific crimes, and he even spoke of kidnapping, torturing, and assassination, uh, and assassination of many others. The only emotion the judge saw during the sentencing was, quote, pride, as Hunter said that the work would have been like performing in a James Bond movie, but it would have been real life instead of a movie as he took the lives of others. Hunter, who served in the United States Army from 1983 to 2004, declined to speak before the sentencing was announced. Hunter's defense lawyer said that his PTSD was a major fact that pushed him into doing things. His defense lawyer 
says the community or the country still owes Hunter something because of when he served. I don't think they owe him anything Mm-mm. because of what he did to the others. The others, the people that were innocent bystanders and everything, doing their own work and everything that he murdered, and just like the um, real real estate agent, he actually arranged to view a house that she had was marketing for sale, and he killed her with two shots to the face. Damn! Without feeling anything. It's just wrong, and he deserves a life sentence, I believe. Uh, yeah. Oh, he, he felt something. He and, deserves a shot in the pee-pee. And because he was, felt, she saw that he felt pride in doing these type of things, yeah, a sent, life sentencing is a pretty easy sentencing, I think. Uh, it comes as a no-brainer. It's easy on him, though. He's sitting in jail with a roof over his head, meals every day. With three hots that he caught, I get it. This, yeah, this but, is where we know, need to go to the George Carlin method. It's where <laughs> look right? at the, look what he's done to other families. So why should the country owe him something when he's done something like this? The country doesn't owe him a goddamn thing. Not yeah, if he's, I don't think not so. Not if he's taken that path. No. You and know, they can't you, blame you, it on the PTSD. I know a lot of people that have PTSD from military or some other related thing, and they don't have issues like this. They didn't take other people's lives. No. Nope. So, it, it's... He yeah. got what was coming to him. And that's the thing that irritates the shit out of me is how people try to use that as an excuse. Oh, yeah, PTSD. That's why he lost his mind. No, he lost his mind because the guy's a freaking lunatic. He let it happen. There could have been other things that could have happened. But I think he got what he deserved in the end of this. <laughs> John Bright. I've been shot in the face a time or two, but that was different. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it my bulldog? <laughs> so... I think Washing the term is shots. called pearl necklace. Uh, <laughs> Money shot. Whitewashing. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, on that top, on that, you know, it's it, uh, it just angers me that there is defense lawyers out there that will take this route and not think about all the other people. Or, well, you got to think they don't yeah. give a shit about the no, principle th- of the matter. They give a shit about this. They're getting paid exactly. They're getting shit the money this. they want. Right. And, and you know it's funny because David Sy brings up the uh, brings up a good point. He says bring back the death penalty. Yeah. And, and you know here's the thing about it is I actually it's and, funny because I now in all honesty I actually used to be very 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 pro death penalty. I still am to an extent now though. But the thing about it is the, and the only reason why is the burden on the taxpayer of the death sentence because it's not just the time that they spend on death row, but it's all the other costs that go into it. I, there's actually been a couple studies done and this is actually one of research projects I had to do while I was uh, getting my CJ uh, degree in college was one of the things that we had to study was taking a look at the cost financially of life imprisonment versus a death penalty. And it actually to, Put a you know put a convicted felon to death by lethal injection. It actually costs more to the taxpayer. By measure of speaking, you actually for one person to spend a typical life sentence is twenty five years, twenty five to thirty years in jail or in prison. Excuse me, not jail. There's a big difference between the two. 
and then you also have the same person that spends that time on death row, and then you actually go ahead and you commit the ex- then the state actually does the execution. It costs on the average of one point two million dollars. Deregulate, deregulate. Anyways, deregulate. <laughs> Seriously, come on, firing squad. You, you yeah. know, that, you know, or, it'd be a whole lot cheaper to do it that way. That's what I'm saying. Like, why, why do we have to go through all this shit? Bring about the gallows. I mean, you know, we, we all of a sudden made it into this big, freaking, huge deal, and you know. Now, mind you, whatever, you know, housing, you know, people well, and stuff like that, you're going to house them anyways, one way or the other. Yeah, but it's actually going to cost less. It actually costs half the amount at, you know, to actually have that person serving a life sentence versus what it does to actually put them six feet in the ground. Because during that time, as soon as they get a death sentence handed by, you know, a jury of their peers, they're spending that next insane amount of time going through an appeals process, trying to get that lift, you know, trying to get a retrial yeah, or no, trying to go through that. that court of appeals. And that actually, it... But in the end, with this story, this article, I don't still don't think the country owes him anything for his military stuff and support. Nope. If you've been convicted of... If, if you, you're a convicted felon of, you know, as a murderer... Yeah. <laughs> guess what, buddy? You have lost those privileges. Exactly. You are done. Exactly. Yes. That that ship is now sailed. It is n- any of your benefits should be pulled and be done. If, if you're accused, trialed, and sentenced, you don't need any of the benefits. <clears throat> exactly. Exactly. Well, as so. I understand it, though, with the death sentence in Texas under the Texas state penitentiary system, not the federal pen, but the Texas state judicial system. They have a fast track system for the death row. You don't sit on death row in Texas. Like we should emulate Texas. Well, what they do yeah. down in Texas, they actually have a way to expedite the appeals process. Yeah. It's right. what they do. It doesn't sit. It doesn't you know, sit. They have they have a separate system. Basically, they have a Each separate court of appeals. They right. have their own no, set I... court of appeals for specifically for dealing with. Uh, people sentenced and sitting on death row. Yeah. That's why right. it seems like they have a fast track system for their, well, uh, it, I mean, they, they technically their... do have a fast track system because death row inmates in Texas don't sit on death row for years and years and years on end. Right. They, they go straight. To, if you're convicted in Texas of a heinous crime and by heinous crime, I mean, you're a fucking right. No, I get it. Even, you it's know, just... you, you go straight to the front of the fucking line. You have like X amount of time. Just to <laughs> that, that's fine, but like, yeah, you have X amount of time to submit an appeal, and most of the time it's going to get rejected. Still, if the it's, crime just, is it's, it's wrong that he can do this and then get just life sentence. Nope, I hear you. Anyways, moving on to our say yes next, next segment. I believe that's our last article for yes. the night in it. Yep. Yes, it is. All righty. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our next segment known as yes. W, w of the, the week. week. I'll spell it for you. D-U-M-M-Y. Shut up, dummy. You big dummy. For every man, there's a woman. And for every dummy, there's a dummy. A dummy. And now, your dummy of the week on BB Nation Radio. What are you laughing at? Well, some of the comments in here. 
like John you. Bright, he says, my nine-month-old is watching now. He likes Mariah. I don't know about the rest of you guys, but his name is Jonathan, and he's never joining the Army, maybe Space Force. And then he says, every time I see John talk, I think he should wear vampire teeth. <laughs> Wait, why should I wear vampire teeth? I don't know. You have to ask him. So, why Why should I wear vampire teeth? Well, we'll see what he says here in a minute when he gets change, back to change it. Change my mind. Oh, my God. Anyways, so Dummy of the Week comes to us from uh, BBC.com. So British Broadcasting Channel is British. Um, anyways, so news from elsewhere: India Army mistook planets for spy drones. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, oh, remember, yeah. remember, these are the same guys that open the uh, submarine hatch, you know, <laughs> and uh, flood their freaking subs. Yeah, yeah. So, As a matter of fact, it, I think we covered that during our very first W of the Week. It was the very first episode one W of the Week. Yep, that certainly was. So apparently they mistook planets for spy drones. Uh, India's army reportedly spent six months watching, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, Chinese spy drones violating their airspace, only to find out they were actually Jupiter and Venus. Oh, I thought he was going to say Chimos for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, tensions have been high in the disputed Himalayan border area between the two nations in recent years, with India frequently accusing its neighbor of making incursions into its territory. Things came to a head during a standoff in April when Chinese troops were accused of erecting a camp on the Indian side of the de facto boundary known as the as the line of actual control, the LAC. So who by won the erection? <laughs> the erection. By that stage, Indian troops had already documented 329 sightings of unidentified objects over a lake in the border region between last August and February, according to Calcutta-based the Calcutta-based Telegraph. It quotes military sources saying as saying the objects violated the LAC 155 times. So the erection violated the LAC 155 times. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so the Army called the Indian Institute of Astrophysics to identify the objects. Our task was to determine whether these unidentified objects were celestial or ter terrestrial. Astronomer Tushar... Something bubbly bub. I'm not even going to try. Um, wow. Uh, told the paper only once the objects' movements were noted in relation to the stars were they identified as planets. The telegraph suggests that the century ought to be forgiven. The planets appearing brighter as a result of the different atmosphere at altitude and increased use of surveillance drones. Seriously, though. Seriously. He, planets? Every day. They're there. They're there. They, they've been there longer than you. They, you know, they were there before you. They'll be there after you. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not going to try and defend the Indian Army for this, but, you know, at elevation, at higher elevation, the planets do look brighter, but that's still no excuse. They don't fucking move. So, right. oh, go ahead. Buzz me again. God. Hey, at Damn. least he owns up to it. Right, fair enough. We might want to put the 
my erection violates 155 times per minute. Oh my god. <laughs> John Wright, you're killing me, dude. Oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, how are you going to mistake planets for a drone? They're, uh, they're far up there and they're pretty small, you know. Drones don't usually emit light either. And when they do, they got, you know, they at least have a flashing light on them. And it, you can usually hear them for the most part. Military drones don't, no. though. Surveillance drones are supposed to be staying hidden. They're not going to be bright balls of light hanging out way up in the sky. Yeah. That's just... Throwing it out there. A, it, it's it's pretty dumb, okay? That's that's a duh. That's all I can say of it. It's it's a definitely a duh. Right? Dum dum. Dum dum want gum gum. Uh, something. I mean it, it's, dum dum want gum gum. Only thing that really comes to mind is Dermas hair. Dermas hair. Yeah, retard alert. Retard alert. So, alrighty. Well, senior John. Yes. Thank you very much for that, good yeah. sir. We appreciate it. You're very welcome. So, here we are. We got the last nine minutes of the show, or eight minutes and some change. Let's go ahead and uh, start wrapping this thing up for the night. Josh, you're up first. What you got, bud? Uh, planets are not drones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, pretty much number one thing. Um but you know, get out, uh, get outside, get outdoors. It's going to, uh, especially going to start getting a little warmer out now. Um, but uh, don't let that stop you. Get out there, uh, one way or the other, and do something. Do something. Get off the couch. Get out of the house. Indeed, indeed. John, what you got, brother? Uh, not a whole lot. This week, just you know, stay safe out there. And like Josh said, get outside. You know, it is going to start warming up. It's a little weird here in my neck of the woods right now because daylight savings happened and it was bright and sunny today at almost 7 o'clock in the evening with two and a half feet of snow on the ground, which is weird. On planet Hoth? Yeah, it was pretty weird. Um, Commander Solo or Commander uh, Skywalker and General Solo still nowhere to be found? No, they were found. Oh, they were found. Yeah, they were found. Yay, they found them. I, I won't repeat on air what they were doing, but... <laughs> were they under your bed? No, they were not under my bed. Okay, just checking. But it was definitely a trap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, uh, you know, thank you for watching the show. Reach out to us if you need anything. You know, we're here to talk. We're here to take suggestions and advice. You know, get out there. You know, get out of your own head. Also, please go check out ericsarmory.com. Check them out. Look at the raffle. They've got, I think, 60 raffle tickets left before the raffle's complete, and then they can start drawing, which will make Justin and I very happy because then I get to come home with my 300 blackout. Ah! So, ah! So you uh, think. Go, go check them out. Um, again, as of last week, you know, thank you, Eric's Armory, for supplying us with the rifle for Guitars for Stars. Guys, come out to the event. It's going to be an awesome event. Um, we're raffling off a rifle. You're going to get to see Two Broke Kings, also formerly known as Justin. Connect yourself. Yes. And a bunch of other talent and a bunch of other door prizes. Please come out and check us out. Um, but that, that's pretty much all I've got for the evening. All right. Mariah, what do you got? Um, 
John and Josh kind of pretty much summed it up for me. Um, thank you to all of our viewers for all your support and everything with what JDub is going through. And in the next couple of weeks, I will be sure to keep you guys posted as best as I can with updates with JDub's approval and everything. And thank you to Judy um, and all the ones that have reached out for support for me as well with helping JDub through all this. It means a lot. Thanks for all the prayers and everything for everybody. And we're all by his side through all this. So, all right. Well, thank you, Mariah. Uh, and thank you to everybody that kind of come out and helped with the spoil and all this. I mean, that that's as much as I love it and as much as I appreciate it, that's not why I do this. I'm still sitting here because this is why I love to do it's to me. It's my way of being able to give back, to be able to help, you know, help out the veteran community and those that are around it, you know, not just the vets themselves, but their families and those that have that direct interaction with them. Um, it's one of the things that keeps me going and I wouldn't, be at this point this show wouldn't be at this point backwards veterans wouldn't be at this point if it wasn't for uh for the love and support from our fans and our friends and family and those that we hold very near and dear to us and it means it means the world to us it really does and we hope that the entertainment that we bring you here on this network um it helps you you know that that's the reason why we do it that's the reason why we keep doing it and it's not for not for the fame not for the money i mean we'd love to be paid i mean that hey i'm not gonna <laughs> bitch about that right. do you want to be famous though do what you said it's not for the fame not for the money then you said yeah it'd be okay if we got paid yeah but what about the fame would you be okay with the fame if it came with it, i'm not gonna complain if it comes <laughs> I'm just saying, really? it's not, oh, shut up, you know what I mean, <laughs> asshole. But you know, that's, you know, that's why we do this. And it's one of the biggest things that has kept me going. And it means a lot to me, it really does. And I say that sincerely. Um, so I will be sure to keep everybody posted. As far as what's going on, Mariah says she'll post, but, you know, hey, my cell phone still works. I'll still be throwing my stuff out there, too. I'll still chime up there on the Backwoods Veterans page as well as over on the BB Nation radio page. Uh, so stay tuned into that if you guys want to see what's updates. Again, I want to thank you guys, uh, Josh, John, Mariah, uh, for in advance for keeping the show going while in my absence. Quick thank you to our buddy Minnie from over there at the bar who was kind enough to step up to the plate to fill in for me for the next couple of weeks while I get this stuff taken care of. And, uh, yeah, hopefully good news will come and we'll be back here in a couple of weeks with all being well. So thank you to our sponsors or their warrior point warrior point with an E dot org. Be sure to go over and check those guys out today. Make some new friends, reconnect with some old ones uh, from within the veteran community, and become part of the uncommon few. That's Warrior Point, Warrior Point with an E.org. And again, thank you to our parent page of Backwoods Veterans and BackwoodsVets.com to help keep this show going. So, with that being said, J Dub joined again, as always, by Josh, John, and Mariah. 
John via remote and everyone else here at the Cowboy Technology Studios. Be sure to tune in next week with uh, with the same crew plus Mini and enjoy the uh, enjoy what life has come to you. Every day you wake up on the right side of the dirt, on the upside is a good day. Take it, enjoy it, spend your time with the family and loved ones that you hold near and dear because uh, tomorrow's never promised. You take care of yourself too. Exactly. So with that being said, have a good week, everybody. And PV Nation will be back here next week, 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern, next Sunday night. See you guys then. Until then, bye-bye. This has been another episode of BB Nation Radio right here on VRS. Thank <laughs> you.